And it's Monday already. New work week. Massive move in the markets. Newsletter out. Canada wins the World Juniors. Not a big surprise, but sometimes they've lost renewed vigor in Chinese studies. And this um, Beagle live streaming. I don't know, man. I don't know. And Merry Ukrainian Christmas. Christos Dias, yeah. As it is uh, the Julian Calendar's celebration of Christmas. Folks, Monday, January 9th, 2023. I'm Stephen Sersky. Your uh, expat in Beijing, China. Your uh, fellow uh, English teacher, ESL instructor, language consultant. Right? Because I do. I consult. I consult about the English language and I listen to people talk and cringe when they say funny things and go, I've heard that before many, many times. Could you tell me something new? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, yes, what do I mean? But as I've been, I was started by, I was looking at my Chinese studies today and I was trying to, like, today I sat through, so, okay, so number one, I finished chapter 19, unit 19 yesterday. Uh, I was able to, uh, my girlfriend uh, and I talked about it like back and forth quite a bit about the concepts and everything in that uh, in that chapter. So good. Finished that one. Chapter 20, I started tonight with the idea that hopefully I'll get through it by the end of the week. And I was looking at these questions, uh, the, the grammar portion of uh, this, this uh, chapter, and it had to deal with ping. I uh, like to depend on something. So, ping uh, or something like that. Like it depends on something. Um, and the other one, uh, like eager, champion, eager, choose, like one song. So it's a measure or also like it supports something. So, uh now die so support your head support the the table or something like that right so i'm looking at these um grammar things and these things take me they've taken me forever uh since i've started studying chinese on my own basically uh and you might ask like well why don't you get a chinese teacher to help you with the grammar now the problem is is that it's not that it's not that i can get through these any faster it's that it just takes me that long to understand what's going on and to sh- translate all of the characters, right? So if I got a Chinese teacher, she would sit there, because it's going to be a she, just talking and reiterating and giving me the same examples over and over again. And I'm still not going to get it because I'll be like, I don't, I don't understand the concept of it. So that that's what the, the important thing is, is to be able to understand the concept of what's going on uh, with these grammar points. And then, and I remember back a couple of years ago, uh, back before COVID, when I would take my book with me, uh, traveling like um, to all the different places that we went uh, to meet our clients and customers and students and whatever. Uh, and uh, out of moments, fleeting moments of bravery, courageousness, and, pr- and pride, I would let other people see my textbook, usually like one of the Chinese teachers, and they'd look at it and go, well, keep trying. <laughs> Ouch, snap. Usually because what would happen is that in this grammar section, they would look at the, the question, 
They would look at the grammar point and they would look at my response. And in a conversation that is back and forth between two people, uh, you can have sort of non sequiturs and it might be kind of funny. But in a, um, a language learning situation, non sequiturs are not good. It means that you're not understanding what's going on. That is, like if you're saying something that doesn't follow the, the question, then it's it's wrong so and this is I've, I've talked about this before years ago I remember uh, writing about this on my blog um, <clears throat> that um, they they would say that there's no connection between my response and the question and this all feeds into like okay Steve so what's your point my point is I'm looking at this going I don't care what it is tell me what the answer is so I can just write it in and figure out in my own mind the concept so I can learn in my own time and move on. That is, give me the answer. Can I memorize an answer? How much of learned languages are memorized answers or answers that we've heard before in class that we're not really thinking? Like to, to actually express yourself creatively in a new language uh, in a way that you think in the way that you think and are able to grammatically and lexically, vocabularily, uh, convey your message, convey your meaning, it's kind of difficult. Like you, you talk as you in your mother tongue, right? But now translate that into another language, uh, and, and you can sort of see translators themselves struggling with sort of understanding the nuances of someone's speeches and stuff like that, and or using formulaic language to just translate certain chunks of uh, speech and stuff like that. But doing that on your own, like being able to translate on your own, I don't mean like your your tones are bad. I mean like the words that you choose, the concepts, and the way that you convey them in your language, and then doing that in a second language, it's it's tough. And I kind of think of some of the um, the students I've had over the years and how they're just like, I mean, <laughs> they would sit across from me nodding, smiling. Yes, mm-hmm, I, do you understand? Terrible question to ask as an educator. Do you understand? Yes, of course. <laughs> no clue what you're saying there, sir. Nothing. Nothing. Not. I'm saying yes because I'm hungry. <laughs> like that's, that's kind of where it goes sort of thing. Um, and, and now I'm sitting here going, Coming up, to, like, since this is HSK five preparation test prep, I'm going. I don't really care. Just how do I, how do I understand the understand the concept quick enough, quickly, so I can get through this, move on. My approach being that the more I work at this, the more, uh, like it's more. What would you say? Quantity over quality. Like I could spend an hour on a grammar point for three questions. Is that really going to change my mark on the HSK test? No. But if I spent an hour going through four or five different grammar points, getting the ideas in there, the, the initial sort of concept going through my mind, and then try keep on reviewing characters, it's, it's my big time commitment now. Every morning I'm doing this, every day I'm out there in my morning walk, cold hands and everything, reviewing the characters, so I'm able to read the Chinese better, more efficiently, quicker, which enables me to develop a better understanding of what's going on and helps me understand the grammar points better. But I mean, in terms of like, what's the appropriate response to this question? Like, pff, I, I, 
Just tell me what to say. I mean, what do they want to hear? Oh, well, this is Jaycho's song. Jaycho, if you've ever taught English anywhere near China, all of your students will mention Jaycho or basketball, sometimes in the same sentence. Oh, and if they listen to country music, they mean Taylor Swift, which most people would not call country music. Ah, <laughs> uh, not at all. All right, but um, all that being said, there seems to be a renewed push, renewed vigor in my Chinese studies, so it's good. I sign up for more lessons uh, uh, through, um, what's that, uh, italki, and uh, it's tomorrow night. I'm going to have a writing and a reading class with this this lady, so we'll see how this goes. So that means now I have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday that I am going to be studying Chinese with another person. So tomorrow is 45 minutes, I think. Wednesday is 30, and Thursday is also 30 minutes as well, which is perfect. Like I'm looking for uh, cheap uh, language conversation classes, basically. I want them short and sweet. Because, again, I'm very much a proponent of the uh, you're going to be learning a language a lot on your own. Um, use a language teacher as a test, basically as a test date, as a due date for your assignment sort of thing. Uh, And so I'm not looking for a specialist at this point because it's not them, it is me, it is my understanding. And one of the reasons it takes me so long to to go through these things is because it just takes me time to learn it, to understand it, to read the characters, to translate the words I don't know, and to be able to understand the concept and then generate an original creative response, even though it might be memorized, to the question that's being asked. So we'll see how that goes. Wish me luck. Uh, Canada wins the World Juniors. So I talked about this before. This is a, also a traditional sort of, um, I guess it's traditional because it happens every year. Um, the World Juniors is a ice hockey tournament that happens every year just after Christmas starts on Boxing Day December 26th and ends usually the first weekend the second weekend of uh, January it's all the under 21s uh, hockey players from around the world Uh, this year it was held in Moncton and Halifax uh, so it was kind of neat and Canada won they beat Czechoslovakia Czech Republic my oh good question who did they beat I saw it on Twitter and Canada wins uh world juniors world juniors what is this and the women oh the women's tournament is going to start i think uh right oh did halifax they beat yeah so they beat uh chechia a victory against chechia at Scotiabank center on thursday there you go so they they won three to it yeah it was overtime as well um it was apparently a very exciting game and that's this is actually one of the thing about this tournament is that compared to like the NHL, which is a professional ice hockey league, and I say ice hockey in Canada, we just say hockey, um, but the professional league, um, the World Juniors is probably even better hockey. It's fast. It's uh, it's because these kids are playing to get drafted. They're playing like their careers depend on it, basically. <laughs> uh, and you get to see uh, sort of the, the kids that will be in the, the professional leagues in, in the years to come. Uh, I think the, when does the world, um, I just want to check the women's. Uh, okay, so uh, world juniors, uh, world juniors, women's. When is the women's? Women's 2023. 
Oh, they already played. What? Oh, okay. Well, uh, twenty twenty three women's. Oh no, that's uh, that's next year's. So wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. When will this? Do they play before the guys? <clears throat> twenty twenty three will take place January eighth to fifteenth in Östersund, Sweden. Oh, there you go. Okay, there you go. So it's uh, actually starting yesterday. <laughs> There you go. So the women's uh, starts this week is, uh, I guess, uh, <clears throat> and um, that's also going to be a that's under eighteen. So, so it's not under twenty one. It's under eighteen. Is that what it is? Women's World Championship. Um, so it's going to be in Sweden. All right. Well, there you go. So that's something else to watch. Um, yeah. Go Canada. Yay Canada. All right. Uh, newsletter out. Website updated. I was spent the uh, weekend. <clears throat> excuse me you know this covid thing they, they say you're not supposed to work out very heavily after you have covid because it can lead to actually pneumonia and stuff like that and i was like ah, this david goggins this and he's gonna keep on going you know i i don't get the virus the virus gets me sort of thing right uh and uh, it well, did get me and so um uh, ever since but my throat and i've talked to other people as well uh throats are still sort of gummied up and everything it on Thursday, Friday, it was partially the smog outside, but it's been clear air since then. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, so I'm not sure what exactly, like how long this is going to last. This is going on a month already that this is uh, uh, bothering me. Uh, anyway, but spent the weekend uh, updating the website. Got my newsletter out yesterday as well. Um, updated the January track listing. I have yet to work on today's track, but I oh, and I was working on Saturday's track. Uh, I haven't f- finalized the mix just yet. Um, was looking at uh, starting a Patreon account. Patreon and Bandcamp. I've talked about this before. Uh, of whether, like, where I should sort of host all of this stuff. And you probably wonder, like, Steve, why aren't you, like, are you charging? Should you charge? Why aren't you charging for that? You should charge. But let, let's put it this way. Would you pay for it? Would you give me five bucks for my efforts? Do you care? I mean, and I don't mean to, like, to, to to poke at anybody. I mean this like it is one of these things that these month long projects are kind of like sketchbooks, okay? They're, so they're they're like they're they're I'm sitting down, I'm picking a program, and more often than not, I'm following a tutorial or something. Now this year's December drumming, or de- sorry, 2022 is the one that I just finished, and then this year's January. I think these would be some of the first ones that would be completely original. And so if that's the case, that's where I'm kind of looking, okay, so then maybe I want to set up some way to, um, if people want, they can support my efforts. If they don't, they can still stream it for free. So what I'm thinking is actually going to happen is I'm going to move this stuff over to Bandcamp uh, so for, like for one-off payment. But then also with Patreon, I was thinking, you know, um, <clears throat> As a drummer, I mean, I'm not a certified drummer, but I've been playing for a long time and I've kept my toes in the the in the instrument and stuff like that, on the instrument, the fingers on the instrument and stuff like that. Um, could I start a Patreon account wherein, you know, it's for like musicians or video creators and sort of do like a behind the scenes sort of thing, right? Uh, maybe something along those lines, like the development 
of uh, video creation, of music production, you might wonder, like, well, why would someone subscribe to that? And I go, well, because the stuff that I do, although I do watch a lot of tutorials, what I end up doing with it in production would be a lot different than what they do, right? And then implementing it and finding different ways to implement it uh, in uh, different ways manners in different projects i'm just thinking ahead here I'm, I'm considering what i'm going to be doing for february because that's actually going to be uh i haven't really talked about this project that i'm thinking of doing because i'm kind of intimidated by it and it also adds another month of month-long projects uh but basically the idea is there's going to be a big project that i want to work on throughout february that um wasn't possible until basically like this year where I had, I, I got another, where I'm, I'm, I'm in Beijing and I'm buying my hard drives that have a lot of the materials on it. I can say now that if you're looking to buy a new computer, get more memory than you think you need. Whatever it is you think you need, double that. And that way you'll future-proof yourself. It also means that more crap will just pile up on your computer anyway, on your hard drives. But, uh, I'm looking at this going, one of the reasons I haven't got around to this big project before is because of the uh, the storage. Storage has just been issued. It's just, that's been an issue. Uh, and it is an issue for a video creator who shoots at 4K, 5K, or 2.7K. It doesn't matter. It, these aren't 720p. They're not small files anymore. These things are huge. You're, they're going on for an extended period of time. you got multiple different sources uh audio is tiny compared to video like video files take up huge amounts of space audio not so bad when people say it's a huge audio file like if it's not over a gig uh, that's not huge if it's not over 500 megs it's not even big to tell you the truth uh and like to think that every cd file that you rip basically is about 50 45 to 50 megs 60 megs total maybe and that's at 44.1 or 4800 48,000 hertz or something like that 2016 bit usually uh so not overly not overly taxing on the storage uh space but um yeah so we're looking to looking to either set up patreon or Bandcamp, uh something like that posted a bunch of videos on youtube as well and this is the other thing for the the whole reason behind setting up patreon is that i might be pushing some of this a lot of my old videos onto YouTube as sort of a memory of the, where I've been. But going forward, I might actually be looking to only do like exclusive sort of stuff for a Patreon account. Something along those lines where if I go take my drone out uh, for a flight uh, or if I'm shooting stock footage in a city or B-roll or whatever, I might just put that up on the uh, the Patreon and, that, and, and leave it that. Not go through all of those agencies that... I uh, like to sort of, um, uh, not, not agglutinate, um, aggregate content from a bunch of people. When I understand they, they take a whole, they take a piece of pie, sure, gotcha, piece of the pie, um, and they make it easy. I'm sitting there going, then you got to sign up for these accounts, you know, and they have certain restrictions and this and that. And I go, I'd just rather deal with people who actually want to look at it, right? So... And who knows, maybe we'll just sell them as NFTs, if anything. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great idea? Uh, finally recorded Unit 8 for my Delta series that I'm doing. I'm, I gotta edit, I think I'm gonna edit two little bits out of there. Uh, and then I'll have that posted. Uh, I've also have another couple of episodes of um, this ESL podcast I'm doing with uh, my, 
my good buddy, ex-colleague Denny Gowen, uh, publishing those as we go along uh, and learning how to cut them up into little shorter uh, bits and pieces so you can uh, watch one minute of us yakking and then move on to something else. Um, Bego and live streaming was looking at this and was thinking, I, I mentioned this app last week and I, I looked into it a little bit more and I can't help but think that this is soft porn. I mean, this is just, if it's not like an OnlyFans feeder site, uh, it, it's, I don't know, it's gaming and it's impossibly good looking women who are never going to be your girlfriend. Like, they have no interest in who you are. They have interest in getting the bigo beans. That's it. Um, and the, like, the money. They want the money, honey. They don't want you, honey. And I'm looking at this. Like, I'm trying to find something here on Bigo that I, that I could sort of... Where, where could I... Is this like TikTok? Are they trying to take on TikTok? It doesn't look like they're trying to take on TikTok with this thing. At least not yet. Maybe I haven't searched it enough. But this is the second time I've encountered this app um, that has come up in conversation. And I was like, you know, it just it just doesn't make sense. And if it doesn't make sense, then I go, why would I bother? Right? Like, hey, why not be a soft porn specialist? You could do that. I mean, if you were paid to watch I, I guess this this is the idea is that apparently you can apply to get paid to work as a live streamer by watching other people and commenting on their videos and i don't understand why you would do that but if it meant that i would sit here for an hour every night live stream watch other people do what they do and make comments about it and i get paid for it i'm kind of going you know people there's commentary on golf. Why not? Why? And I don't mean to slander golf commentators. I'm just saying, like, how much do you? How much commentating do you need on a sport like golf? Well, how much commentating do you need on an app like Bigo? <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to get comments about that. <laughs> Massive move in the markets today. Big. Uh, remember. Um, a couple months ago, maybe it was about a month ago, I said that if banks aren't going to move, then the markets aren't going to move. Well, banks have been moving. Banks have been moving since, actually, technically since the end of October. That was sort of your, your big bottom there. Like Halloween was the big bottom. Um, they jumped throughout November, went a little bit downwards into December, and now they've shot up again. And that's because uh, Mr. Xi Jinping has released a bunch of money into the financial ocean. And I don't know, I only saw the headline, um, but I didn't, China uh, China market move, uh, January 2023. I, it's something, they, they, okay, so they shifted the policy. I guess they're backing off on Alibaba. They uh, are backing off on the real estate. They are opening the borders, which is, I guess that's the big thing, though. Like, all the big things. Some policy change came in here. And you can sort of see where, like, you look at the move this week. And you see how it started to move earlier. That's when the big money knew. That's when the big money who pays for all the information from all the different sources. Uh, you know, I got this guy who works inside whatever sort of company. And he said something about this. We don't know. And then you, you hire a team of analysts to go... You know, um, 
uh, what, what do you call it, trial, uh, doomsday scenario, or uh, uh, what, what do you call that, where you're testing out an idea, war room that, basically. You, you kind of brainstorm, I guess, even brainstorm the different um, trajectories of the market. When you have capital that you can throw around like that, and you're getting a 10% com- or 1% commission on million-dollar accounts, you can pay for things like this, right? If you don't, and you're just a working man or a woman, um, yeah, it's... Uh, you're not paying for that analysis. Even a even a hundred dollar subscription to a magazine seems expensive, right? Uh, well, that's a lot of money. A hundred dollars. It's not really to tell you the truth, but uh, it sounds like um, China uh, emerging markets are going to be where the banks and the the funds in the West are going to be putting their money. So for all the criticisms you hear and everything, I don't know. Seems like it's. Um, Seems like the move is on is on the way. So we'll see how it turns out, which is always such a cop-out answer or, any, or a cop-out way to end a conversation about the stock market. But, of course, it always depends. It always depends. We'll see how it goes. No one knows for sure. Of course not. But the markets went up today. Will it go up tomorrow? I don't know. Will it? It could go down. It can go in fucking circles. Nobody knows. Least of all, the person with a cell phone who looks at this... The, the stock market hit on his break time, right? <laughs> All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, show notes and tracks and vids up on my website, stephensersky.com. Uh, again, Merry Christmas uh, to the Ukrainians uh, and to uh, the Ukrainian Canadians and the diaspora around the world. Hope you are well. Have a great start of work week uh, here in China. And if your preparations for a spring festival aren't underway, possibly you should start that very quickly. Have a good one, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll do this again. Bye-bye.